SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football, the goal line. Baseball, home plate. Basketball, the net. Sports talk, right here. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. We're in Las Vegas, Sportsbook Radio, excited to be with you. Merry Christmas, one and all. Hope Christmas is great. Looking forward to a happy new year. Looking forward to week 17, the NFL, all kinds of great stuff. stuff. Looking forward to Sirius 204 on January 7th. So a lot of cool things to come. First and foremost, I say hello to my dear friend and cohort, Stevie Slapshot. Hello, buddy. How you doing, Brian? It's good to be with you. How about week 16 in the NFL? Was that wacky or what? It was crazy, and we're going to dive into that in this first hour. Second hour, Chuck Esposito is going to join us uh, from Sunset Station, and we'll get the take on it from the books. Uh, Let's say hi to Chris, by the way, and hope he had a Merry Christmas. I know he did did the long haul somewhere. That would be uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Well done. I hope you had a good time with the family and friends. Yeah, it was nice. Back at it. It was nice. It honestly, did nothing but sit around, eat some food, uh, drink a little beer, and watch a whole bunch of Christmas movies and other movies. And that's all. And that's all we wanted to do. And it was fantastic. I did. I watched a bunch of Hallmark movies with Mama, which makes her happy. And honestly, those doggone things—you actually can watch them. You, you can you can choke on them. They're pretty good. I, I watched them with her. Last night I watched Ocean's Eleven, the original. There you go. With Frank Sinatra and, and Dean Martin. The Rat Pack. Yeah, it was a Rat Pack movie. It, it was it was okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for back back then it was probably the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Cesar Romero in there. Yes. Yeah. Well, good memory. Well, I've seen it a few times. Yeah, it's a good movie. I uh, really enjoy it. I I didn't I didn't do much movie watching. I watched a lot of football. Had a lot of good eats, and uh, I, I worked for Don Best. I did, I did have to work over the Well, holidays, we watched a fun. lot of football. There's no doubt about that. And uh, all the sports, the world juniors, I was watching the hockey a lot over the weekend, which is pretty cool stuff. And then we get the word, uh, in fact, you know, since last week, right? I mean, the league's up and running. There have been deals in the NHL. That's going to be good. The PGA Tour returns next week with the Tournament of Champions, which is one of my favorite events when they're over at Kapalua. And this is a different one because usually it's just guys that won tournaments. But because there were so few tournaments this year, they've invited like another dozen guys in. And Rom and Morikawa committed yesterday. So that's always good fun. So I'll be looking forward to that. But it was football, football, football. Now we look to week 17. Numbers finally started popping up. And we'll dive into that as the hour progresses here. But you just think of some of the crazy things that happened. You know, the Browns can't beat the Jets. Uh, Pittsburgh rallies from the grave, which basically stuck a fork in Miami. Uh, the Rams 
Goff's inconsistency, busts a thumb. They are, you know, in a, in a little perilous situation. And it all started with the Raiders playing it perfectly, burning the time off the clock, and then giving up a pass that was thrown like a punt that was caught. And the Dolphins had one foot in a grave, the other in a banana peel, and win the game. But I just got to tell you, Stevie, you were slapping me around a little bit. You know, I gave you the lollipop. I said something about I've been running around like an idiot. And you're like, yeah, what else would you do? But every blue moon, and you were right about the Seattle and uh, uh, L.A. under. Yep. You, you wanted credit for that. Okay. I know you, Nostradamus, predicted the guy was going to break his thumb. <laughs> I, no, but I am telling you, Stevie, I've been saying this for 25 years. I don't understand when a team in this situation, which happens a lot, a team goes down, they win the game, or they're defending to protect the, the game, and the opponent has no timeouts. How do you not just put three guys in 10-yard, 15-yard increments on either sideline? Guard the sideline. Don't give them a 10-yard out, out and then you know give them three extra plays to throw the Hail Mary or Guard the sideline. Make them throw it in there. There are 19 seconds. Any pass in the middle of the field, they're barely going to come up and spike it and have one play left. And the Raiders didn't guard the sideline. And the guy throws a pass, Fitzpatrick, it's like a punt that's caught. I mean, it's it's unforgivable. It's unfathomable. I, I don't know how to answer that. I, the, the Raiders are just finding ways to lose games in the back half of the season. I, I Again, I just... Gruden and Carr, I don't think they're going to get it done. They, they, they have to go another direction, in, in my opinion. And, and guarding the sidelines or not, um, those two guys are not going to get it done here. They've, they've, they, they're going to have to bring in a new coach, and they're going to have to find another quarterback. That's my opinion. Well, they're not bringing in a new coach, Pally. Well, then, then you, guess you're, what? You're gonna, then this is going to continue. You're going to pay this guy eight years? Oh, okay. Then, 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 Brian, my prediction is then that this will continue. And don't be surprised well, when it does. Well, that may, it may continue, but getting rid of him is not going to happen. Uh, all right, fine. Then this is what you're going to get. Then this this will be the Raiders as long as he's there. I mean, clearly it falls on the coaching staff that these guys were not prepared for that. I, but that's an NFL thing across the board. I don't understand why they do it, why a team that's mauling a team all game long then goes to a prevent. Well, it took them time to score. They wouldn't have scored. Don't change anything. It's unbelievable. All right, we got opening numbers. We got all the playoff scenarios. Week 17 in the NFL. We're thrilled to be back with you here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. It's lunchtime with the Line Makers Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, our producer, Chris Bavona. Don't get anywhere. We are just Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge. Or don't. And wish you had. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Radio Network with Sportsbook Radio. Brian Wilson, Stevie Slapshot, Chris Pavona, our producer. A, bud, 
it's good to see you. I saw you in passing. I I did a drive-by present throw, <laughs> and and that was it. And it's been two weeks. I was out at Sunset Station. I want to thank Chuck Esposito and everybody out there for letting us do that. The world we're living in, right? The studios here. We had a little had a little COVID thing happening, yeah, and thankfully, did. you and I. We're like the two people in here that, for the most part, we 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 ducked out of it. Uh, thankfully, on the one end, yeah, I don't I don't want to get it, but on the other side of that, I was the only guy that could yeah, work well, in the station, and it was see, it was a gauntlet. You know, it's I shouldn't do this because you do so much for me, so I shouldn't be giving you these pointers. Uh-huh. But I've had words to live by for a long time that work. Okay. And one of the most important mantras is... Don't volunteer? No. The less you know, the less you have to do. Yeah. That's kind of along the same line. <laughs> my, my, my dad, who was in the Army, used to say that all the time. Don't, don't volunteer for anything because then people will find out what you do know, and they'll use that going oh, yeah. forward. And like you said, you go with your strengths. I just plead stupidity. Yeah, that, that does work yeah, for you. I mean, it's, it's not a stretch, right? It's, you know, the poor guy. Yeah. So anyway, I, right. I, I but, but we're glad everybody's starting to feel yeah, better around yeah. it. But it was it was an odd two weeks. But again, and sincere thanks to Chuck Esposito. I mean, we you know we do a remote out there every week, but we kind of took over the radio station there, and they were wonderful. They've been extended family. I just wanted to thank our friends at stations casinos for that. All right, a little breaking news here. <laughs> The Redskins have a win-in-your-in thing come Sunday. The NFC East remains a gong show to the point where the Redskins get flexed to the Sunday night game. Right. So it's win-in-your-in against the Eagles. And Haskins was just a – Smith couldn't go, so Haskins played, and it was just no good. And obviously he had his little out of the – what do you call it? The, he, out of the complex soiree. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the week, got fined, played like crap. They brought Heineke in, who wasn't hideous, and basically, you know, Riverboat Ron says right out of the gate, Heineke's starting if Smith can't go. He's washed his hands of asking. Well, he's really washed. You know, you talk about <laughs> social distancing and washing your hands. Yeah. Uh, Haskins is out of there. They got rid of him. They w- they waved him. Um, so any team can pick him up. I, I forget what he's – I know his contract is over a million a year for the next two That's years. That's a nothing somebody, burger. He's you know, so, entry so, level. If, if somebody wants him. But but he also w- was not going to do the post-game presser uh, yesterday, la- either last night or yesterday afternoon, wh- whenever their game finished. Um, and they the, the Washington football team kind of forced him to do it. And then, no, you're going to do he, – he, he was not going to do it. So, so that, that, that's who this guy is. That, that's what you're going to get. I, I think Rivera brought him in just because he knew the Carolina offense, and so he thought it, you know, that it might it might work. It obviously didn't work. This is no indictment of this kid, because he's not the first. But boy, when you're, you know, Snyder and Jerry Jones, these guys get football people, hire football people. And, I mean, honestly, there was the belief in the draft a couple years ago, or last year, 
They loved Haskins. You're like they were going to trade up to get him. Well, he fell to them. They didn't have to get. Th- Could you imagine if they'd given up more to get the guy? But it just tells you what an inexact science it is. But when you draft a quarterback, I mean, he is especially in the first round. You are not investing a first round pick in a quarterback unless, in your heart of hearts, you've done your due diligence. You know what the guy is on the field. But for that quarterback position, it is every bit as important. What is the guy like off the field or what are his work habits? He's going to be the face of the franchise. And you just talk about a massive swing and a miss. And it's not the first time it's happened. You know what was odd, too, about uh, the, the situation is that I saw Alex Smith practice on video last week. And he looked fine. I, I, again, I know it's just practice. He, he wasn't really running around, but he was moving around in the pocket. He, he was, there was no gimpiness. He was very fluid. He was pushing off the cap to make the passes. Well, there's two, one of two things going on here. Because now that game, the Cowboys and Giants, the winner of that game is in if the Eagles beat the Redskins. That, that's the scenario. But there's one of two things that Washington did here. A, well, it could have been a bunch of things, but that cab was just no good. And Or if this was week 17, he could have gone out and given it a go. But knowing that it was a two-game deal for them to have two games to win and you're in, it wouldn't shock me if Rivera just said, look, if he had to play, he probably could have. But if he went out and played and got hurt worse and aggravated, there's no hope for him in Week 17. I got a funny feeling they said, listen, Carolina is not the 85 Bears. Well, let's see with our defense if we can beat these guys this week, knowing the extra week, Smith will absolutely be good to go. That would be my belief. But there's a scary part of it that, this thing is just sitting there waiting to pop again. Yeah, I, I, I don't. So, so then, if if you're if you're Rivera, do you think about starting the kid? And 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 if you know, conceivably if that's possible. If it starts, to, he came in. He looked good. He he did. And 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 if it starts to go south, as soon as it does, you know, you warm Smith up and get him in there. I think it, it it's almost like Stevie. It would be the. One game wild card in baseball where it's like all hands on deck, right? Kind okay. of thing, right? With okay. the bullpen, okay. That what you say that's a possibility, sure. May, let's start with the kid, let's see how if the defense is really dominant and Philly's got nothing going and we can get a lead at the half. Or if you fall behind seven to ten, then you got you got to there's no tomorrow, right? But yeah. I, I, I'm of the I believe they said let's just give him the extra weeks rest but i would think they'd feel a heck of a lot more comfortable now that the heineke got a little action under his belt if he had to come in in relief of smith if he's hurt that's true that's true he, he he's got to feel a little more confident now after what he did yesterday the scenarios are amazing and they're plentiful and um, in that nfc east washington win you're in lose winner of dallas and the giants are in. nfc top seed I mean, topsy-turvy stuff. The Packers, Saints, Seahawks. Packers win, they get the one. 
Bears need to win to get in. Well, yeah, well, they don't need to win, but winning they're in, then it, it, they control their destiny. But if, if the Bears beat the Packers, a two-game tie or two-team tie deal, Green Bay-Seattle tied, Seattle gets it. A three-way tie, New Orleans gets it. So the top seed in the NFC is in play. And then the other big one, the disaster for a number of teams, Pittsburgh rallying to beat Indianapolis. Miami's going, you're kidding me. Because the Bills, the Bills would have clinched the two and probably would have played Matt Barkley against them next week. Right. And it and now Cleveland, you know, now Cleveland lose to the Jets. That bottom rung of that AFC is wild. I don't know what Cleveland was thinking yesterday. They only ran the ball 18 times. I don't get it. I don't. You you've got a two-headed monster like that, and you only run the ball 18 times. And then and then the other side of that, the Jets should have three wins. They should have beat Las Vegas. And and I'm just wondering what they're thinking about now going forward. All right, we're going to get to the opening numbers. Week 17. It's always craziness for the books, the odds makers, the players. A lot of reading between the lines, which I love. And we'll dive into some of those games that's coming up next. We'll be right back. There's a pandemic going on out there. It's catchy. It's called The Winning Edge. And the only place you can get it is right here. Get on the grid and stay there. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sports Rage Late Night. You're telling me you don't think Bopper and these guys give the horses baking soda. I guess baking soda is a little picker-upper for a horse. They like it. Let's call it out for what it is. Horses are dying at Santa Anita. You don't think these horses are popped up on goofballs? You got no clue. It's Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Morency on Sports Grid. Weekdays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Listen on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, Sirius XM Channel 204, or wherever you get podcasts. Or watch on the Sports Grid radio page on YouTube. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With all that's going on, we got sports. Yeah. I mean, it's back. Yes. I don't take it for granted. It's a little surprising, but it's we're, we're we're getting through it. But the the NBA and the college basketball are have they they're having some issues, but they're doing the best they can. I'm I'm in the NFL. Of course, you when you're only playing once a week, and they, and they did have to, you know, jockey the schedule throughout the year. Um, it makes it a little easier. These, these college basketball teams are having a heck of a time. Yeah, but there's a lot of guys on every NFL team. Staff, let's let's say a hundred, probably a reasonable number. Yeah, administrative offices, yeah, the right. only sure. They're not kids. True. There are kids that yeah, come yeah. into the yeah. league, and, and yeah. if you, it's not only the kids, but it would seem like younger guys were the ones getting their, you know, getting in a little bit of a pickle. But then there have been veterans too. And then there's the other aspect of it where. You can take every precaution under the sun. Yeah. And this thing's out there. Yep. But the NFL really, the players have bought into this. You got to give them credit. I mean, Cleveland gets wiped out. I mean, literally, they're top four wide receivers. Yeah. San Francisco took a hit during the year, too. Speaking of, uh, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, 
Did you happen to catch the uh, post-game presser by J.J. Uh, Watt and what he had to say? Outstanding. Yeah. You know, the bottom line is, to the point, that was so good and one would like to think impactful. Tennessee's playing Houston this week. Seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Totals 56. Tennessee wins, they win the division. The loss last night really didn't cave them in. They control their own destiny. But you're coming in now. Well, you better think. Now, Watson got nicked up. I think injury-wise, at the end, he's okay. It was an elbow. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't hear very much on him last night. But uh, you got to believe Houston shows up here because – I mean, what called them out? He's yeah. basically he's basically sitting there saying, and the one thing about a guy like that, if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. well, you better go back it up. So, A, J.J. Watt's going to have a monster game. I'll mm-hmm. guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. But he called these guys out. This is the end for them, whether they buy into what he said, which is he basically called, said guys had quit, guys were unprofessional, I mean, that, that's utter disarray. So a lot of those young guys or whoever he's talking about, they better show up for every meeting on time. They better practice great this week, and they better play good going out the door because Watt has management management's ear there. Sure. Yeah. So there are jobs on the line. So I don't think Tennessee walks in here, and it's it's a, it's a rollover. Uh, no, I would say not. I, I would say that that uh... – that that probably woke up the troops, and and your Tennessee's going to get everything Houston has, well, whatever that is. Um, Houston's going to show up and, and and give them everything they have. I I've never what sometimes to me is is a bit of a me guy. You know, hey, look at me, look what I'm doing, that kind of stuff. I that that press conference last night by him, I almost stood up and applauded at my desk at Tom Best. That that's how that that's how that should be worded. That was perfect. Don't forget, he missed the meat of the season last year. Mm-hmm, right. And he came back off of God knows how long a layoff, and he was unbelievable in the playoff game against the Bills. Yeah. The guy, the guy works hard. There's no doubt about that. All, all the stuff that he talked about, he does. Um, there's just some, sometimes, you know, he, he, I think he enjoys the publicity too. And that, that, rub, that can rub me the wrong way a little bit, but uh, again, last night, and, and, and he's not wrong. He, he's not wrong about his team. There, there are guys on there and I don't know about meetings, but, but there are guys on there that were just going through the motions this year for Houston. So by the way, we get some really goofball numbers. For week 17, which is always the case. Kansas City burns the betters' money again. (laughs) Again. Atlanta misses a kick or the game goes to OT. But Kansas City is home to the Chargers, and the Chargers are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So that smacks of Chad Henney's playing quarterback and then is – Kelsey and Hill are all these guys shelved. I would. That number is telling you, yes. Yeah, yeah. I I would think, and I, and I think Hill, Hill and Kelsey both got a little nicked in the game, didn't they last night? 
I, I remember seeing Hill, and I thought he, I heard Kelsey about Kelsey did, but he came right back out. Okay. So they, they may start him, but I, but I, I think that they're not going to play the entire game, and maybe they, don't, maybe they don't play at all. Maybe they rest him for the whole game. Uh, Kansas City, I, I, they just let everybody hang in there with them. They did it in the Super Bowl last year, and they've done it every game this year. And it's not just the, the field goal that was missed. It was that interception that was dropped. That Atlanta could have very easily won that ball game. No, you can make the case should have won. Yeah. Now, the thing that's wild about Week 17 is the scoreboard watching. Seattle is a four-and-a-half-point favorite against San Francisco. Now, they're playing at the same time. The league does a good job of this. The games that cross over and have impact play at the same time. They flex the Washington game to the night. Right. Where that's a win and you're in. There's there's no gray area there. But if, if a game, you know, could be impacted by the score somewhere else, they play them at the same time. If Green Bay, who's a five-and-a-half, six-point favorite at Chicago, if Green Bay for argument's sakes, is up 20 to 3, as they were last night. If they're up 20 to 3 at the half or something along those lines, if you're Seattle, do you take Russell Wilson out? I mean, that's what happens when now some coaches will say, I don't want to know anything. I'm playing a football game. I don't want to know. But as betters, we don't know. And if they find out, that they, you know, the game, okay, whatever. The die's been cast. Chicago's not going to beat Green Bay. I'm getting Wilson out of there. Yeah. So how do you, you got to be very careful betting these games. Yeah, absolutely. The last week is, uh, it's it, it can be perilous. And uh, and in situations like that, I, I I probably will stay away from that Seattle game. I, I haven't really looked at it yet, but I, and I don't know. But, but I, you know, I can't know until game time what exactly I think is going to happen there. Full disclosure, I'm a Bills. Anybody listen to the show or whatever. I, I'm from Buffalo. And big Bills guy. Can't wait. Got the game tonight. I hate Miami. Sorry. It's the big, biggest rivalry. It's always been my whole life. But it is what it is. You call it like you see it. Two weeks in a row. At halftime, I was tweeting out in the Patriots game. And we've said this all year, Steve. Like, what are you guys doing, man? Like, this game's there for the taking if you put Fitzpatrick in. And they ran the ball down the field in the third quarter, got the lead on the Patriots, and once the Patriots are down, that's it. They did the same thing against the Raiders, and I'm sitting there going, I get the futures now, but the beard can stretch the field. And they brought two out, they went down, they got a touchdown, so it was the same thing. But then it was just readily apparent. This kid does not stretch the field. And... To their credit, they put Fitzpatrick back in. Bam, 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 bam. All of a sudden, like 18-yard passes, 20-yard pass. And, and so after that, the, the kid's your future. We all understand that. But you're going to Buffalo in December. And he says after what he that he's starting Tua again? Why, why would you? I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it either. I, I would have never... Taking Fitzpatrick out, yeah. I now, 
as much as you can get Tua into the game this year. I'm for that. But 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 Fitzpatrick's my starting quarterback. I he can you I just don't I, I can't if if Miami makes the playoffs and they don't start Fitzpatrick. I, do, I don't. But the, I don't understand. The point it. is, they have to win this game to make the. Playoffs. No, I, I I get that, but 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 I'm, I mean, they had to win last week to make the playoffs, and they got lightning in a bottle. It never should have been like that. You're he, right, Brian. He should have been in there from to start the second yes, half. Absolutely. Well, Frank, I, to me, he should be starting. I, the, Period. You're right. I agree. And with I'm you. Not, not the kid's gonna. No, the you, kid is composed and he's accurate, and you know he's calm in the pocket and he's mobile and all. Okay, I don't personally see the arm strength i don't know you know when you watch him yeah, nor do i but but everything they do is dink and dunk in nature and and the defense figures that out pretty quick so and so th- so then you don't have to play your safeties back and and then that hurts the running game i i i don't get and then so if this is the case brian can he really be your future yeah i, I think you can yes i think there's room for growth and maybe the arm strength isn't as bad as we think it is. We just never see him throw it deep. Yeah, we haven't. So, I, I, yeah, I get it. He's their future. But, boy, to squander that defense, I don't know that's good. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network, doing our part to spread the winning edge nationwide. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, Jude. Don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Sirius 204, January 7th, Stevie. Hey, I'm looking forward to it, bud. No, that's going to be great fun, man. I mean, we're looking forward to talking to a whole other audience. Well, hey, buddy, maybe, you know, we'll fool them. We, we've been doing it this long, haven't we? We'll give it the old college try. By the way, you think of these games that are coming up. Two teams that I think we should talk about, yeah. which would shock people. How about the Jets and the Bengals? Yeah. The Jets should have won three in a row. Yes. Yep. So now, so And the now, Bengals are playing their lungs out. Yes, right? they are. Now, yes, they are. I'm just going to throw this out there. Baltimore's an 11-and-a-half-point favorite, and the total is 44-and-a-half. And I just, what I can't get out of my head, in fact, last week I was watching, I don't know, uh, when the Bills won the division, and there were 10,000 people at the airport. On social media, there was, you know, Bills fans celebrating. And they had, and I said, I'll look at it, it was there. It was the reaction of when the Bills made the playoffs when they were in the locker room in Miami when they went nuts mm-hmm. and, and, they were, and they came home and there were 25,000 people at the airport. It was Andy Dalton who threw a fourth down touchdown pass to Boyd. I remember. To knock Baltimore out of the playoffs to put the Bills in. And then the Bills fans 
donated all this money to Andy Dalton's foundation. Right. Could the Bengals do it to Baltimore again as a spoiler? That would be kind of awesome. Um, they, they could. They Sure they could. I mean, they are physical. I mean, they punched Pittsburgh in the mouth. Yep. Yes, they did. Uh, I don't, I, the, the more interesting story to me of, of, of all the non-playoffs teams is the Jets now. Because they, they should have won uh, three games. And now do, is what they're doing enough to save Gase's job? Is he, is he going to be the coach next geez. year? Do, do they, are, are they now good with Dar- Darnold? The Darnold thing is the one. Now, I mean, I mean, he's not been Johnny Unitas. No, it's their defense. But for the clearly, you know, the Trevor Lawrence ship has sailed. Correct. It's like almost. It's like good on those guys. They could care less what the fan base wants in that regard. They're mm-hmm. there to win games, right? And they have played really, really hard. They played hard in a lot of games. It's still. I, I'm. It'll be interesting to me to see what the Jets tell us they think of Donald because there are. It's not just Lawrence. There are other quarterbacks out there. There are also some veteran quarterbacks that are going to be available. That the Jets could could either draft or make a trade or sign a free agent, and the other one, Jacksonville really had the bus running in the tunnel. Yes, they did. Well, they've got Lawrence now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't mess it up. Right. Nope. They're well. catching fourteen against Indy, who has to win, and Indy then needs. This is unbelievable that Indianapolis put themselves in this position. Indy needs to win as a 14-point favorite. Okay. But we did, we've just seen two massive upsets recently, right, with the Jets winning and the Bengals winning. But the Jags, they can't mess this up. So now I'm wondering how, if they are if they literally are running for the bus again or they're pulling out flea flickers and all kinds of goofball stuff, and I wonder if they don't have a little something for Indy. Or does Indy absolutely put the Sasquatch foot on? Okay, so it, I've never been a Philip Rivers guy, particularly in big games, playoff games especially, but even big games in the regular season. Through a horrible pick against the Steelers. I like Frank Reich a lot, but I, it, I think, I think that Jacksonville will again have the best bus running. But that doesn't mean that Philip Rivers can't screw this up, even with that in play. Is my opinion. Now, I did a lot, you know, I was doing for all the stuff for this and a lot of other things I got to do. I got these scenarios down pretty good. Yeah. You know, okay. You do. Unless I'm missing something. Tampa Bay is the five seed. And they're locked in the five seed. And the five seed in the NFC is huge. Because the five seed is playing either Washington, the Giants, or the Cowboys. <laughs> well, and that which is not an automatic. Yeah. But you, you'd much rather play them than New Orleans or Seattle. I think Tom Brady's smiling right now. All right. So to the point when you get all these quirky, go, like Miami, how does this make any sense? Like Miami is, well, all right. I had seen them one. Now it's a Buffalo's a one and a half point favorite. Well, depending what happens tonight, 
Buffalo's playing for the two seed because Pittsburgh won. Buffalo's got to play their guys. Right. I okay. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't get it. You look at just some of these numbers, but Tampa Bay is a six and a half point favorite against Atlanta. That number is telling me Brady's playing. Yes. Why? I don't. I don't know. If you're locked in the five seed, and they're they're singing like a top now. Now I know he played all the time in the. You know. You know, is he running the show there? I I think he is. Why would he play in this game? I I think he is running the show because there have been other instances this year with Tampa Bay where he should have come out of the game at the end of the game and he didn't. And and so then I thought back, okay, so it's, so it wasn't Belichick, it was Brady. Brady wants to play, and 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 I don't. If I'm the coach, I don't care. Tom, we need you to sit down today. I'm not Pollyanna-ish, but I, I do think there's a code in sports. I mean, in sportsmanship to a degree, and common sense. Should be part of it. Well, by, by the way, like the world junior hockey thing's going on. Remember last year we were doing the hockey show. Mm-hmm. Canada like torched somebody in the first game. Yeah. Like now they've 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 just done it again. But after they were up five nothing this year, mm-hmm. the kids from Canada would score. They wouldn't even put their hands up. Okay. Like when when they score, they go by and do the flyby at the bench and the high five. Yeah. Once they started murdering these guys. They just they just you know fist bump each other on the ice and went straight to center ice, no bulletin board stuff. It came back to bite Canada in the butt. Yes. Now, I'm watching. I give them a pass because it was a histor an NFL history thing, but New Orleans was in kneel down position. Okay. Run the clock out, and they give it to Kamara to get another touchdown. Okay. All right. I don't like it so much, but he was going for an NFL record. Right. So, okay, don't deprive the guy. I, I kind of get that one. But Tampa Bay is killing Detroit. They were up. I mean, the Detroit gets up. They're down 40. And Detroit gets a punt return for a touchdown. It's the only way they were scoring in that game. The Bucks are throwing on first down with a 40-point lead. I got news yet. That stuff comes back to get you. It does. It does. I, I, I had a high school football coach that I played for that would do that kind of stuff, and I felt sick about being on the field when he was doing it. It does. Karma comes around, Brian. It absolutely does. I'll leave the school out of it, but I call the thir- it's called Thursday Night Lights, and we didn't have it this year. Uh, it's scheduled for March. I doubt it's going to happen. Uh, but it's the high school game of the week. And the quality of high school football in Vegas is really, really good. And it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. And we have a great time doing it. But we did a game, and it was a team that threw the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. The games are usually like two hours and 45 minutes. This game, no joke, over four hours to play, right, with a team that was like an air raid kind of team. Right, right. And they're up 20 in the fourth quarter, throwing. I, and I'm like, part of it is I guess they they don't just don't run the, run the ball. Yeah. It's like I watch the Steelers yesterday. This sport drives me insane. 
I swear to God, I'm dumb, but I ain't stupid. I've said all year long, like the Bills drives me nuts. They have no running game. You watch tonight. Singletary and Moss will go nuts because they had 190 yards. The Patriots can't stop the run. Miami ran it down their throat. But I'm like, for nine weeks, I'm going, well, the Bills do have a running game. They just don't know how to use it. Where every play is Allen in the shotgun handing it off to the running back standing next to him. So he he gets the ball and then starts. He has no momentum. momentum. He's not running downhill, hitting a hole. It's like, what's wrong with Singletary and Moss? Nothing. It's the design. I watched Pittsburgh do the same thing yesterday. They got Benny Snell, who had a great game for them the week before. First and goal to one. Roethlisberger in the shotgun. Hands it off to Snell, standing next to him. Loses a yard and a half. When you're a yard from a touchdown, why do you snap the ball back five yards? And the guy from the edge comes and gets him. If they line up in the eye formation, this kid will power it in. I don't get it. In the Cleveland game, Instead of letting uh, Mayfield do, do the quarterback sneak when he, when he's not that big of a guy, get, give it to one of the guys again standing a few yards back from you that are big guys yeah, are going to. Regardless power of the out. fact he fumbled, he may have been short anyway. Yeah, yeah. But then, but, but then them, they've got though. Now I know the Jets have a good run defense. Mm-hmm. Cleveland threw the ball, ran the ball eighteen I times. Know. I know. What? I don't get it. I don't get You're throwing to guys, the practice squad wide receivers, I, and you ran it. What did Mayfield throw over fifty times? Over fifty. Yeah, I I don't understand that. If 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 you're you got that two headed monster, you want to run the ball. I don't care if it's some. There there are two things. Perhaps the Jets played a bunch of teams that don't know how to run the ball very well. That's possible. Or even if they truly are the number one defense against the run, if that's your game, you got to play your game. And then, and then if they stop you, then make some modifications. But 18 run when you've got those two guys and you run it 18 times, I don't get it. I really don't get that at all. You know, and the big picture thing, I'm just, I'm just, I'm really curious. Kansas City just keeps playing around and getting by. Yeah. I mean, they're a great. You know, Mahomes' record the last two years. Yeah. What is he? Is, is I, I don't know, but they've won 22 of their last 23. Something I, know that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, are they, they playing feel? with fire a little bit? I think bit? they are. You know, you know what? It, you know what it feels like? It feels like a kitten playing with a mouse, or or, you keep or stealing or, my line, or a snake or something, and it, and it's going to burn them. It is going to burn them. You know, it, 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 it all. You know, if Kyle Shanahan doesn't throw the ball, it would have burned them last year in the Super Bowl. How good was Rodgers last night? He, he was awesome. And Adams. Oh, and in, in the weather. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Believe me, it's only wind. Everybody was racing to bet the under. Yeah. And they know how to play in Rogers, that stuff. Rogers, I'm just going to say, he knows how to play in that stuff. All right. Now, I, I haven't been with you in studio for two weeks. Uh-huh. I know you know how to do this. Yes. This will be, for me, a big moment. The two minutes. This will be my Christmas present. Okay. It'll be my first in-person Stevie's Thoughts to wrap up Sports Week Radio. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. It's easy to get. Just keep it here. Get on the grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. Right, final couple and of moments for hour number one of Sportsbook Radio. Hour number two, Chuck Esposito. Get the odds makers take on the week 17 numbers and all that went down. Steve and I also talk a little bit about the NHL in hour number two, which is coming back. And there were a lot of moves over the weekend and more to come. That's going to be such an intriguing handicap of these games. That'll be coming up in our second hour. Don't forget Sirius 204 starting on January 7th. But as we wrap up this hour, we turn to Stevie Slapshot for Stevie's thoughts. I'm wondering what's going to become of Jared Goff and and McFay and how that's going to work out now. McFay was not happy. He was wearing a mask yesterday, but I could I could still read his lips, <laughs> and it was not Merry Christmas, buddy. He is not. I th- I think Goff has turned the ball over something like eight or nine times now in the last four games, and and the, the one the one pass I I thought you know we found out afterwards that he dislocated and broke his thumb. And I thought okay that's the reason for that pass. Nope, he threw that pass before he before dislocated. The thumb was, there were there's one other thing. He was running for it on third down for a first down. And he literally was going to get it. I mean, he had to put his head down, and he's going to get it. And he slid and gave himself up, and they had a punt. Right. I mean, you know, the playoffs are on the line. Or the division's on the line. You get to put your head on and go for it. Oh, by the way, do you remember? I don't think you watched the Hard Knocks thing very much. No, I don't watch it very much. Well, the one year in Goff's rookie season, they were covering the Rams. And the one day he was getting a tour or one of the things, you know, he was in the Goodyear blimp. Okay. And he's up in the blimp, and that was like the following him around. And literally, the, the other player he's with, Goff didn't know that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. That's the God's truth. Like, so the whole team was making fun of him the next week after the, the episode aired. So I don't think he's a rocket scientist. I, it's, that's sad to hear because I'm from Northern California too. I, I got I got a story to tell you. All right, Since we'll do that in the next kid, hour. You've always loved sports. So have we. One of us. One of us. One of us.